Well, it's always a good reminder that uh, our Lord really didn't have to go by the rules that most priests today have to go by. So, for example, he can get away uh, with something we can't. He calls us his, uh, his audience wicked. <laughs> if you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts, he's not into flattering the people he's talking to. Well, in any event, what this gospel text is dealing with is prayer and the need to be persistent in prayer. And if we go to the catechism, the universal catechism, uh, one of the best, best little treatises on prayer you can, you can read, I think, is it can be found right in the catechism. It's, it's just an excellent, excellent section. Uh, and I'm told that the author of this section of the catechism is a completely unknown, uh, hermit who lives in the middle of nowhere, no, no one knows. And, you know, the few, the, the head honchos who were responsible for putting the catechism together knew of this, Guy and they asked him to write this section on, or not probably all of it, but a certain amount of it. So, uh, you know, there's a, a hermit somewhere who wrote this section for us. It's an excellent um, treatise on prayer, and I especially like the section that talks about the battle of prayer. And it's relevant uh, to today's gospel reading, uh, the need of persistence. Why do people give up? They, they begin to pray and they get bored and they get listless and they give up and they can't really do it for more than a minute or two or, you know, maybe five at the most. And this is, seems, uh, you know, a very common, uh, experience of struggle in prayer. And, uh, the catechism teaches us that prayer is a battle. It's a battle. Period. That's what it is. So if you say, you know, uh, boy, I have a hard time praying. I can't seem to just concentrate. I'm always distracted by this thought and that thought. Well, that's, that's what prayer is all about. It's about actually struggling against those distractions. That is what prayer, uh, is. So, um, one, uh, I'll just draw your attention to maybe two or three lines in the catechism. Excellent, excellent lines. It says, distractions Reveal to us what we are attached to. And this humble awareness before the Lord should awaken our love for Him, our preferential love for Him, and lead us resolutely to offer Him our heart to be purified. Therein lies the battle, the choice of which master to serve. So when we pray, if we say, okay, I'm going to pray for 15 minutes, I'm going to pray for 20 minutes, and you place yourself in the presence of God, and you have maybe something to meditate on, and you, and then you're going to let the, that meditation lead you forward into uh, acts of faith, hope, and love, and then finally to petitions for God's grace and petitions for other needs. Uh, when you do that, you will find yourself getting distracted by thoughts of what you have to do during the day or something that you did yesterday or some... Uh, rude word that someone said to you and there's these distractions. Now, what happens when that happens to us in our prayer? That's an opportunity for us to say, hmm, I'm attached to this particular thing. There, th- this particular created thing is in competition with my love for God. And so right now, now that I'm aware of this thing that I'm attached to, I'm going to push it away and I'm going to refocus my attention on God and thereby I'm going to actually develop my love for Him. I'm going to redirect my love and focus it on Him. And virtue is developed by continuously, uh, you know, continuously repetitive acts 
a virtue. And that's how virtue develops, by virtuous acts, over and over and over again, till they become easy. So if we want to develop our love for God, prayer is a privileged means of doing so. It's a privileged means of always of being able to always constantly exercise an act of love, directing our attention back to God. And then I'll draw your attention to another another passage here in the Catechism. Against our dullness and laziness, the battle of prayer is that of humble, trusting, and persevering love. This love opens our hearts to three, to uh, to some uh, enlightening and life-giving facts of faith about prayer. And I'll just give, list two here. First of all, prayer is a vital necessity. Prayer is an absolutely vital necessity. The Holy Spirit that we hear about in our Gospel today, who's, you know, when Christ says, those who ask the Holy Spirit, what he's talking about is asking for grace. There's a grace that God only gives as a result of our asking for it. And that grace is necessary for the spiritual life. So prayer is absolutely necessary. And then here's the final truth that's revealed by, in an experiential sense as we learn how to pray. Prayer and Christian life are inseparable. Prayer and Christian life are inseparable. And earlier on in the Catechism, it says this, and this is this is so profound: is that uh, we pray as we live, and we live as we pray. We pray as we live, and we live as we pray. So, if we have a hard time really disciplining ourselves in our prayer, and we don't have the patience to really put any kind of effort into it, what do you think our Christian life is going to be like? Conversely, if we have the desire to, to be authentic Christians and to really be converted and to really change ourselves and to really grow in holiness, we're going to get serious about prayer and we're going to put the effort in that it takes. There's nothing that's, that's won this side of heaven apart from, from effort and God's grace. But that grace comes through prayer. So uh, we pray as we live, we live as we pray. And uh, this, this day, let us ask in prayer God to grant us his charity, his love, uh, and his perseverance 